You're listening to the Movie of the Week podcast, a podcast about movies which we review every week or until they shut us down. Welcome to another episode of the Movie of the Week podcast. I'm Jim. This is Drew. And this is Jacob. Sit back and relax as we talk about this week's movie, Quantum of Solace. James Bond descends into mystery as he tries to stop a mysterious organization from eliminating a country's most valuable resource. All right, let's jump into our spoiler-free review of Quantum of Solace. Thoughts? <laughs> this is uh, not really for children. I wouldn't say that yeah, it's no, really, no. It's not a really graphic film if you've got an educated child who, who uh, you know, like a good reading child who has yeah. a high reading level and you don't mind your kid watching some stuff. It's not that bad as far as a Bond film goes. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, it's a grittier, edgier yeah, Bond. There's like sexual support. content. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, but it's, it's, it's not really anything worse than... What they would have gotten away with in the seventies, and I think so. it's yeah. PG thirteen. Um, yeah, it's PG thirteen. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not a rough one. If you I get... don't think there's been a Bond movie yet that's been rated R, right? But I would say it's it's tamer than some. And yeah. uh, but uh, yeah, if you've got a kid who's who's not uh, who who watches PG thirteen movies regularly, right? And uh, you don't mind there. I think there's a, a couple of sexual scenes. That's it. Yeah. Um, and nothing too bad. So, yeah. You know. Just, a lot tamer than the previous movie. Yeah, it is tamer than the mm. last one. Um, Which would be Casino Royale for those who don't know. Correct, yeah. yes. Um, this one also follows right after that one. So if you've... Seconds uh, yes. after that one. So yeah. if you are watching this for the first time, you might want to stop it and watch the other yeah. one uh, before yeah. if you haven't seen it yet. Or even refresh yourself beforehand. Because it or, is a continuation of that story. Yes. Right. Um, and if you're going to listen to the other one, check out our podcast on it and uh, leave us a review on that too. So that'd be great. Always do that. Yes. That would be great. Um, I think this is a fun movie. Uh, it's, it's. Uh, I mean, fun is a, a rough word. I get uh, the wrong word probably. Uh, <laughs> it's a serious movie, but it's good. It's enjoyable. Yeah. Yes. Um, in some ways, I think this is better than the other one. In some ways, it's worse. Yeah. Um, but I liked it. I enjoyed watching it again the other day. So mm-hmm. that's, uh, you know. I'll admit, my first viewing way back when it came out, uh, I was not entirely happy with it. Mm-hmm. I'll admit, part of that was I was kind of thinking uh, this would be they were at the time because I, they had rebooted Bond essentially. Yeah, I was kind of hoping since they had started with the first book that the second movie would be the second book, which would be Live and Let Die, which would confuse <laughs> everybody. Because mm-hmm. it's not because the book's not even anything like the story. But anyway, yeah. Um, and immediately, I had heard what qu- the original book, Quantum of Sol- the original short story, that Quantum of Solace, has absolutely nothing to do with this movie. <laughs> and I will admit, I still think they picked a name and then wrote a story around the name. Yeah, not uncommon in Hollywood. Yeah, not uncommon. Because at the same time, how stupid an organization do you have to be to call yourself Quantum? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, but then, yeah, I, I th- the second viewing is a lot better. I can kind of see where I, now that I know where it's going, mm-hmm. I'm seeing what they're doing in this movie, right? Uh, and I like that it ends uh, about right where it's supposed to, and not a half hour after the. <laughs> main plot ended. Sure, I, I will say that I feel very similar. Like the first time I watched it. 
I didn't have the same expectation. I wasn't expecting the book. Yeah. But I did not expect them to continue the movie. Like I, I yeah. grew up on James Bond not being a serial mm-hmm. sort of situation. Yeah. So when they well, when I yeah. it had been a minute since I'd seen the other one, and I don't remember how long, not so long that I forgot completely. But long enough that I was kind of questioning and thinking, well, what happened before? Mm-hmm. And I, I recognized the names and stuff. But there was a couple questions I had about it. Um, but watching it again, and again, it hasn't been very long since I watched the other one. Um, it was a lot better, and I felt better about the movie. And again, I knew this time, at least because I'd seen it before, that this was a continuation of the other one. And I again, I, I feel like maybe I didn't check in. it. I mean, I checked out less in this one than I did previously. Like, I don't remember some of the scenes uh, yeah. from the, when I watched it this time. I remember, uh, I saw scenes I didn't remember seeing before. So I, I probably wasn't paying enough attention the second, the first time I watched it because uh, I wasn't, I hadn't just watched the other one. So I felt like, mm-hmm. uh, so there was a disconnect. So this time I was much more attentive, I guess, really. Yeah. yeah. Being the first, this is my first viewing of this film and I enjoyed it. There's a part of me that I enjoyed it more than Casino Royale, and it's to me it's far more it's it was a far more entertaining film. It's the fact that I'm I'm not a I don't play cards. I'm not a gambler, and with well, admittedly, I didn't play Texas Hold'em until after I saw the Casino Royale. Right, so I played a lot of Texas Hold'em. Yes, <laughs> I am aware of this. So. I find myself being more entertained by this story and Bond's predicament mm-hmm. what he's in in this film and the the dynamic which that brings. And I enjoyed it. Yeah, I and again, I think, as we've said, uh, there's there's a, a good amount of stuff in this that's entertaining. Um, but it, it's it's very much a Bond film. Yes. Um, it does have a different flavor than the last one because we're we're not talking about a card game. Yeah. This is more of a traditional. It's mm-hmm. filled. Well, and also, the last one was directly adapted from the first James Bond novel. Right. This is a completely original story. Yeah. Yes. That they're going forward. So that's the other difference. Yeah. So it has more of the movie feel than the other one did mm-hmm. in right. many ways. Um. That's really all I have, though, if, uh, before we jump into the spoiler-filled section, unless anybody else has something. I can't think of anything. All right, so fasten your seatbelts. We're about to jump into the spoiler-filled section. If you haven't seen this movie yet, again, I would recommend go watch uh, go watch it first, If unless you just like spoilers and want to listen to us. Otherwise, go ahead and pause it and come back later. Uh, and again, if you haven't watched the first one, Casino Royale, you might want to watch it before you watch that one. So yeah. jumping into our spoiler-filled section, which is a mouthful. Um, we may have to come up with better names for that stuff later. Yeah, it's okay. Eventually. I think it, it challenges me a little bit, I guess, but it's okay. It's, yeah. it's fine. Um, what do y'all think? What do you think about the movie? What do I think about James Bond versus evil Elon Musk? Because <laughs> <laughs> in many Pretty ways, much. that's what this is. Pretty much. I mean, he's very much your mo- the the our villain, uh, who's it's. I know his last name is Green. I cannot think of his first name. Uh, hold on, I have it written down. Uh, somewhere, hold on. It's like John or something like that. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong side. That uh, Dominic. Dominic. Dominic Green. Dominic Green. Dominic Green. I don't know why I thought it was John. Uh, but Dominic Dominic Green is very much what I would consider a modern day millionaire. 
Yes. Which, uh, admittedly, when you look back at some of the older James Bond movies, the villains, or at least the, the villains that were directly working for you know our main enemy team that I'm being nice and not saying the name of because that would spoil a name. That spoil stuff later on in the this James Bond series. Good call. Thank you. Being nice. <laughs> but when we dealt with them, they were very much these rich men that were well, they were working for the enemy. Yeah. Or they were somebody was pretending to be them working for the enemy. You know what I mean there? Yes. Uh, so having this kind of villain that's this newer age guy mm-hmm. that admittedly would not hold up in a fist fight with James Bond, I don't think. No, absolutely not. But he wins because he's able to out think or I say wins he's able to get to say a step ahead of bond mm-hmm. throughout the movie because he's able to think faster than him he's already got all these plans and admittedly in this modern day having the pretending that you're going after oil when in reality you're holding back water mm-hmm. i think genius. is brilliant yeah that, that was a very genius idea yeah and like I'm watching it, and again I don't remember most of it from the first viewing, but I'm watching it and I'm thinking oil, you know, again. Mm-hmm. And when it gets to the water, I'm like, that is freaking brilliant. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea, I mean, you know, because especially now, you know, and they talk about global warming and mm-hmm. the yeah. fact that we're very deforestation much use, is and very uh, much using that narrative to drive forth the concepts of this movie. Right. Uh-huh. I mean, they talk about how you know they cut down all the trees and the mm-hmm. water runs away, and that's very true. And in a world where we deal with that to an extent, there is a lot of places where water is just disappearing. Yeah. And so, and I think they did this in several other movies um, where they've had uh, water control. I think Sahara, they touch, they do water control too, to an extent. You nearly have to in the uh, Sahara. But yeah. uh, well, I meant the movie Sahara. But um, yeah, it's. Uh, it's a good plot. It's a good point, uh, or a, I guess a good twist, really, mm-hmm. on the whole. Well, I'm just a money grubbing oil man, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, what everybody thinks all businessmen are. I guess, yeah. really. Uh, now, I will say, uh, not to get too off subject, but since we are talking about the oil and how the oil is not really what they're going after, yeah, it's a. I cord. have to bring up Miss Fields, covered death by oil. Yeah, I. I, and admittedly, I don't know if y'all have seen the older James Bond movies. Some of them. Some of them. Okay, have you seen the image of the golden woman from Goldfinger? Yes. Yes. Okay. That is essentially the same yeah. idea. Because Goldfinger literally, you know, covered, painted her completely in gold so that she would die from asphyxiation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why she died in that movie. And th- I love this callback. Uh huh. It's like. Obviously, we're not in that continuity anymore. Sure. But here's a visual image you'll remember, but different. Yeah. Because this is the new gold, is oil. Oh. Despite the fact oil is not what he's after. Yes. Right. I, now, for a, when, when you said oil and be like, and how our villain quote unquote dies, be like, <laughs> it, it just dawned on me, like, wait, be like, Bond gave him like a can of oil to drink. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought, be was, like, that is ironic. Yeah, yeah, it was payback. That was very much payback pay for what he did in this great. field. Yeah, yes. But yeah, uh, that was brutal. I mean, in thinking Admittedly, of, Goldfinger didn't have to paint himself with gold and die. So, yes. And, and that now, he survived for other movies. But anyway. Yeah, but then he wanted to be shot in the back twice or something like that. Anyway. Either yeah, way. Uh, either way. But that's a brutal death, though, thinking yeah. about it, choking on oil and just being... Yeah. Yeah, that's... That's, that's, uh, that's the only way <laughs> you can end it without... Well, 
yeah, it's like it's like that's your that's your choice. You can either die from dehydration or die because you drink oil. Well, I was thinking about for her, you know, the well, yes, yeah, yes. The, the original. So, but yeah, getting pumped full of oil, uh, yeah, just suffocating, ugh. choking, yeah, all that kind asphyxiation. of asphyxiation. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, okay. So, all right, what's next? We need to cut back to. Um, yeah, but oil is a brutal death. That's yes, what oil is a very yes. brutal death. Um, okay, what's something uh, y'all didn't like from the film? Is there anything that y'all can think of that was not good in the movie? This is going to be a really esoteric thing, and that's <laughs> pro- I'm probably the only person this bothers. Okay, okay, and it's because of my profession. Okay, I'm a graphic I'm a graphic artist as a profession. Typography is something I deal with all the time. I do while I understand what they're doing with the location naming where the typography matches the setting. Mm-hmm. I hate it because it <laughs> screws up the motif of the entire movie. Okay. It doesn't feel like while those feel like they're good for that place, you're looking around in the background going, "Okay, where are they going to tell me where this place is and what stupid font are they going to use this time?" Oh. It works in some places. Yes. Like um at the beginning, when they're in Italy, it's mm-hmm. got a very—I wouldn't say Italian, but a very uh, aristocratic sure. feel. When they go to Bolivia the first time, though, and they use—I think it may—I don't think it's Bolivia. It's somewhere in yeah. South America, right? I think it's—it's it's the first place they go in South America. Yeah. I can't remember where that is. Where he first meets up with her. Yeah, I, I remember. I'm just trying. To, they can't. and the font is literally the same font on the cover of Scott Pilgrim versus the World. <laughs> If you ever seen, it's like yes, I've seen the movie. I know what you're going through here, where you're trying to give that Western feel of this Mexican town, because I think it's Mexico or, or uh, I can't remember where it's yeah, at. It's somewhere in more Middle America than South America. I got you. I'm going. This doesn't work, and it's drawing me out of the movie. <laughs> and I know to most, and, and the thing is, and, and really, what gets to me is it, it's a trend. That this movie used mm-hmm. that did not age yeah. at all. It mm. still looks, it still feels like uh, mid to late 20, 2010s. Yeah. Or uh, 20 aughts. 20 aughts, yeah. yeah. Late, late 2000s. Yeah. Era. It's almost as bad as the cell phones in the previous movie, <laughs> which admittedly, for some reason, the cell phones in this movie, despite the fact only being a little bit better, Just didn't. didn't mess with me as much. Yeah. There was they weren't smartphones yet, but then yeah. they wouldn't be smartphones yet. There wasn't a lot. In they were high tech phones, but not you yeah. know. Yeah, there wasn't a lot in the movie that bugged me. Um, I had the only, and this is this is just an action film thing in general. But they're in the plane and they're getting shot at. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. bullets are flying through it, and there's holes everywhere. And I'm going, you're telling me that this giant yeah. plane is getting perforated ridiculous amount. Yeah. Yes. And she's not. No one's getting hit in it. That is a good question. Yeah, Bond is thinking of not getting too. shot at all, but shooting everybody instead. But I mean, literally, the thought that went through my head is when she got up and went yeah. the back. Yeah, lady, you're leaving the protagonist shield area. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? And get back up and there. You will there. survive if you're standing next to James until it. It's time for you to die, which admittedly you're until he through. jumps out of the plane with so, you. Yeah, but well, still. She, well, and she's back there, and you literally see rows of gunshot holes being carved. Oh yeah, through yeah. It. And she's not getting hit, and I'm like, like, I mean, how? I know it's possible. I mean, I <laughs> yeah. get that, and it's an action film. And if I had never seen but it, or I was watching this in theaters, it probably never would have crossed my yeah, mind. Right. But that was my well, first thought. I was like, 
There's a difference <laughs> right. between reality and believability. Sure. Something can be real and can be completely unbelievable, while sure. something can be believable and can be completely yes. unreal. Right. This is one of those where it was neither real nor believable. <laughs> oh, yeah. That she didn't get shot. And, and, and again, I want to cite that if I had been in theaters or, you know, and I, or whatever, I didn't notice is, until this there is either. no way I would have went... That's stupid. It's not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying part of me noticed it and went, you know, yeah, not likely. Yeah, um, you know. But then again, I've seen several movies where I just I'll, I'll play. I'll go along. It doesn't bug me. Mm. Even oh this, yeah, even the stupid uh, refrigerator scene in Indiana Jones. Jumps. I went whatever. <laughs> Later, I go, you know, that didn't really work. That wouldn't work. Yeah, but, that didn't work for me in the moment. But if I'm, yeah. if I'm sucked mostly in because he would still be locked up in that refrigerator afterwards if he, if he did survive. There you go. But for me, you know, usually I, as long as it doesn't just like glare stupidity on the outside, I can yeah. usually just go, okay, cool, I'll roll with it. Yeah, because you know, science doesn't have to work in a movie all the time. Yeah, Most true, time, but also true. gravity should work. <laughs> gravity, several things. Uh, you know, hey, um, but. I, one of the things I really enjoy about this film is the fact we get car chases on everything. Yeah. Oh, everything yeah, absolutely. Car chase, the, air really, chase. It really feels like they, because they looked at the last movie in mm. being based on the book, yeah. which did not include car chases, yeah. it's like, we need to make up for the fact that the last movie did not have any James Bond was, car chases. All it had was it. the foot chase, which was great. And it, it was did, great. Have yeah. the, did have the quick car chase, which ended abruptly and was amazing right. in that yes. aspect. But yeah, we get... But it still makes you go... That was disappointing. Yeah. And then, ow, ow, Yes. But we had a boat race. Yes. A boat yep. chase. I mean, boat you chase. Know, classic boat chase. Everything. Uh, there they was were, like a plane chase. <laughs> yeah, a plane make, chase. They were making up for the fact that we didn't have any chase scenes yes. except for the two. Yeah. I really do think that's what was happening because this movie also has a ton more action than Casino yeah. Royale yes. had also. Well, and that's probably because that might have been the bigger gripe of the first one is it yeah. didn't have enough action. It kind of seemed to be slow at points. Yeah, exactly. So in this one, they do kind of go, okay, mm-hmm. well, let's let's make sure that's nothing. Because admittedly, even if you like poker, watching people play poker can get boring. Yes, yes. it can. And even in a, at le- they did a really good job in the first one of keeping the suspense up and the interest yeah. of it. But, you know... It, it, it it kind of dragged the story down just a little bit, yeah. slowed it down quite a bit. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's, lower point in a film. It's yes. not a high action, yeah, and it's got drama. And they did a good job with the scene, but again, sometimes, especially in modern action films, you've got a thing. No matter what you claim of James Bond, this movie is going to be yeah. because James Bond is in it. Yeah. It's an action movie, right? And because of the modern action film has really gotten to the point that it's way more about action than the drama yeah, yeah. Um, however they do a great job of balancing that they do it's, yes, they it's do. They do. not just bang bang this isn't like fast and the furious or something this yeah is, this is a this, this this deeper still, picture this still feels like a james bond movie there's mystery there's right. intrigue yeah and there's still, romance uh-huh. and everything else you know of course um, it's a, it's james bond it's, it's got to be romance it's in still it. more jason born than original for bond, sure true but honestly that does not bother me no because jason Bourne. i, I, I say in theory is great because i still haven't been able to watch the movie because it was slow in the first one but that's a whole nother yeah it gets movie. better i hear that <laughs> but yes uh it, it they borrowed from what worked for other films and yeah. added and adapted james bond which is what makes this yes. whole yeah. series good yes uh as opposed to just being a bond film yeah um i'm sorry jake do you have anything negative because i kind of jumped right back into the positives there so uh, 
anything bad referring to the film i'd say the villain he's kind of bland he's yeah. he's kind of bland he's not he's not the you know mr bond be like no i i expect you to die mr bond yeah. for sure he's, he's just he's, the he's an interesting villain for a spy movie yeah he's not a good bond villain yeah exactly not he, like, he he doesn't exactly fit like, in this it's film it's correctly. It's not like Mads Mikkelsen in the last. Movie. Yes, right. like he, he was a compelling in, villain. Or like our villains in the upcoming movies. Right. Yes. So if we were like, if you rank them, he's obviously going to be very close to the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. He is films. the weakest link. Uh, though, again, like we said, it's a cool twist with the whole water versus. Right. Yeah, I love that aspect. Smart but he's, villain, but, but yeah, he's a smart villain, but he's not. He doesn't really fall into that James Bond villain. For sure. Yeah, I like his motivations, but just. He's not a really compelling villain himself. For sure, for mm-hmm. sure. Everybody around him is really compelling. Him himself, not so much. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's uh, I don't man. know the Colombian or the Bolivian general that took over for five seconds. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't very <laughs> interesting. Well, yeah, well, I, I do. I, when it comes to, the, to uh, his role, the fact that you have our... our uh, our, he's a good um, villain for our girl. But yeah, anyway. he's he's villain for he's a good villain for our our uh, our, our Bond girl. Yeah. Who I really enjoy her story. And mm-hmm. it's good that we get to see her the Bond girl getting her own sort yes. of arc in this. Yeah, you know? as opposed to a lot of them where they're just there to be. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because yeah. a lot of them be like, oh, you're just you know. Yeah. Sure. They're usually what happens is they're attached to some uh, bad guy in some, yeah. So, yeah. In some and way. Turn at the last right. minute to help James because they. Did they they have a heart yeah. of gold <laughs> deep down. A new heart of gold <laughs> that James Bond gave them in the bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. Our uh, our Bond girl's arc is so it's compelling. The mm-hmm. fact that she she kind of like Huntress from Birds of Prey. The fact that she's the lone survivor of her family and she wants revenge. Yeah. And it's so compelling to where she's like she's not the uh, the. Uh, She's not quote unquote the love interest, the bond, or the the girl on is be like the 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 arm candy. I, yeah, I, you know, arm candy, a bond. Thank you. Yeah, she's really her own person. She's really her own person. She's got her own arc. She's got her own mission. And Bond is just kind of there. Yeah, <laughs> kind of there she's, helping her. She's a fully fleshed out. Fleshed yeah, she's out a fleshed character. out character, yeah. which you get invested into. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I found really interesting and compelling yeah yeah uh it is nice to see uh, this is one of those things that they're trying to do a lot more in movies which is good they're trying to give the a spin on the damsel the damsel mm-hmm. isn't always just a damsel sometimes yeah. well they don't a, want her to be just a damsel right. in distress yeah. they want her to be a strong independent woman right what i'm saying which is, makes sense don't what, get me wrong yeah. right that's what i'm saying is, is as opposed to just having a damsel mm-hmm. yeah we've got characters who are female who move the plot forward on their own. Oh, yeah. They sometimes have their own arc included. Yeah. They're not just there to be saved by the hero. And yeah. can kick just as much butt as the hero can. Exactly. Sure. And that kind of sure. kind of arcing back to uh Vesper from the last film. Yeah. That mm-hmm. you know like she like she did have her vulnerabilities and she was strong in her own way. But kind of in that same way that kind of ties in with uh, Quantum Masalas is the fact that Vesper died at the very end of our last movie. And so now James is be like, he said, be like, no, I'm over with her and just, you know, curses her name, blah, blah, blah. But you can tell like through the entire thing, anytime Vesper is brought up or some kind of significant mm-hmm. point about her, be like, you can tell it, it broke him. 
You're like this man yeah. is broken, and yeah. it's his. It's his almost kind of he's. It's this healing stage of be like, mm-hmm. be like, I have a broken heart, so I'm going to go out and kill everybody I freaking <laughs> see, because the man does not well, know how not to kill people. <laughs> Admittedly, a lot of them did not really give him another choice. That's yeah, true. that's Some true. Of them it was kind of yeah, true. But he, kill or be killed situation. You can kind of see him after the fact, look and go, dang it. Yeah, <laughs> he, well, he does have a license to kill, and he, he's very prevalent yes, with that. But you but, don't kill every time. Much yeah, like Jacob said. I think a lot of that is as much as there's not a lot of opportunity to save them. Yeah, he's kind of not leaning into. No, it. he's not. He's yeah. going to be like, the, yeah. it's like okay, be like, I'm going to bust in this room, and be like, oh, this guy's here. Where are you? And then be like, fighting pursues, and be like, eh, he died. He died. Yeah, yeah, he's he's not trying to stop himself. No, he's not. But he's he's except. I mean, yeah. Except for uh, our our main baddie, Mr. Yeah. Green. Yeah. Be like, it's like, okay, I'm not going to kill you. Be like, I'm going to let you walk in the right. desert and give you this can of oil. I, I think he was, he was he was giving him a death sentence. He just yeah. got to choose how he died. Yeah, right. Be like, yeah. But be even like, then, he did not kill Vesper's boyfriend at the end. That's true. That's that, true. Oh, didn't. yeah, that's right. He didn't. Despite yep. the fact he's the one would, that would make the most sense to kill. No, he let him stay alive and be interrogated. That yep. is right. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's right. Be like, he did hold back for one person, yep. which is kind of weird why he didn't kill him. Well, that was the, the showing of character growth. Yeah, yeah his character growth. Yes, I do understand that. Because admittedly, him getting the Canadian... I think in many ways, him helping... What's the girl's name? Uh, Which one? Camilla? Camilla. Camilla. Yeah. Him helping Camilla in many ways was a healing. Yes, I agree with you. For the losses of Vespa. Vesper. Yeah. Because they are similar characters. Agreed. But not exactly. He, there was enough of helping her get her revenge mm-hmm. that in many ways he got the revenge he, he wanted to. Yeah. Or at least healed enough during that that when it came to you actually get to the guy... You get the Canadian Secret Service agent, which I didn't even know the Canadians had Secret Service. <laughs> uh, they have a her, queen, too. I know that. <laughs> but they, it's the same queen. Right, right, right. But they get her out of there. Right. And it's like, okay, here's the deal. I, I, I can kill you right now, but we need to hear the whole thing. And he comes out, and admittedly, we don't see yeah. what mm-hmm. he actually does. He just goes out and reports to Judy Dench yeah. uh, what, what he did. Him. Oh, M, that's right. Yeah. We haven't met Q yet. No, we haven't met Q yet. Q, or have we? No, we haven't. No. There's yet. been people who are part of Q branch. Yeah, okay, right. gotcha. But Q himself we've yes. not met yet. Okay. I think he's the next movement. I think so. Me. Anyway, I'm, uh, I do want to move on to another character that we have yet to talk about, I think, in either movie. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Felix. Felix. We, we mentioned Felix we last time. Not a lot, Felix. but we did touch right. on it. Yeah. I want to... I, I gotta say, I every time Felix shows up in this movie, I'm less loving his performance. I love him. <laughs> I love yes, how Felix. he looks so beaten but annoyed at the same time <laughs> with, and I finally found a place to put this, with Mustache Monkey over here. <laughs> saying, oh look, that's James Bond. I don't know how I could have missed that. It's like, I was like, I was going through the whole thing going, I'm, I'm loving Felix's performance throughout uh-huh. the whole thing. It's like, I can't do anything. I can't say anything, but I hate everything I'm having to put up with right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's following orders, I, which he hates. Right. And even to the point where he technically, quote unquote, betrays James in the bar, yeah. he's still like, okay, here's what you need to know. 
run. Mm-hmm. And, yes. that's, and that's yeah. essentially and that's all they really get together. But at the same time, you're going. That's the most Felix could do in that situation, and the rest of the time he's just angry that Mustache Monkey over here <laughs> is Must- Mustache Monkey's played by David Harbor. Just okay. so you know, uh, who we've seen a few times in this podcast already. Oh, I will take your word for it because I can't tell you. He he played Hellboy in the non-favorite <laughs> Hellboy, the one I like. Really, he, he also played in. He looks uh, nothing like the character. There, there's of another not. one that we've reviewed that I don't think's out yet, and I can't remember which one it is right now. But he's in it, and he'll okay. be in at least a couple more this year. So okay, he's well, a very good actor. I just couldn't think of the character's name other than uh, it's Beam. I think Agent Beam. 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 Yeah. yeah, that's it. The beam needed to be hit with a beam a couple times. <laughs> And I think Felix would agree with me. Oh, yeah. Yes. Felix but I just I him. just love the look on Felix's <laughs> face throughout the entire movie. It's like, I'm doing what I'm told. I'm not doing any more than I'm told, except what helps the, my friends. And I'm going to be here a while. Yep. And yep. I'm not going to say anything that will get me fired. He, out of a cannon. He looks like the kind of agent who's going to get his money's worth out of the allowed well, allowance for bar tab. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. It's like I'm going to drink a but, little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. So. But Felix is always one of those fun characters in yeah. any of these James Bond movies. And oh, so, yeah. seeing how they use him here, I just absolutely loved and how how much of a pain in the neck his boss was. Oh yeah, it, it's a great dichotomy between the yeah. two because mm-hmm. you've got the one who's like, we have to deal with bad characters and yeah, it's, like, uh, it's, it's just like wrong. anyone else. And yeah. uh, he's like, mm-hmm, I'll do it, but you know. No, like, I know this I'm, is I'm wrong, gonna, but okay. I'm give Bond a heads up. You yeah. know, because yeah, I know he's on the right side at least in this one. Yeah. Um, it is a little, I, love, I like how in the bar scene he's a reverse Judas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is true. It's satisfying at the very end that we get uh, that. Find, yeah, we find yeah. out he gets the uh, promotion. Yeah, he gets promotion. Yep. Yeah, I, I was that was satisfied. We get be like, okay, he's the guy who's having to suffer through all this stuff, and that. Yeah, it it was very satisfying. We were like, yeah, man, you got it. Go. Yeah, I I, I think he does a great job. He with does the role. Um, and that's he's played by uh, what's his name? Uh, where to go? Where to go? Where to go? Uh, Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. yeah, and he's one of the the characters we get to see a return of. We see Judy Dench as M again. Mm-hmm. We see. Uh, uh, of course, Daniel Craig. Yeah, Daniel Craig, Daniel Craig comes mm-hmm. back. We're seeing blonde Bond. Yeah, the blonde Bond. Um, I, I wrote everything backwards on my sheet this time, so I'm having to look back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, we get uh, the return of Mathis again in this one, yes. and he dies unfortunately. Sadly. He's the one, the uh, agent, uh, former agent who worked the agent with him in the that first was helping movie. him in uh, in Italy. He, he oh, that, uh, oh, that, yeah, that that's he, right, that's that right. Thank he, you. He Thank wrongly you. convicts. Oh, yeah. for uh, being the double agent. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they weren't exactly friendly at the very beginning. Yeah, of the exactly. Right. Okay, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, uh, and I think he does a great job for what he's there for. He's not there that long though, because you know he does get offed. Uh, oh, he gets off late, like later on in the film, but he's he's pseudo kind of a mentor like, to Bond in a way, probably. It's, yeah. yeah. It's only like a, maybe a quarter of the way of the, through the film. I was going to say, it's not very far. When yeah. he shows up. I mean, he's yeah. only in the movie for maybe five scenes total. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Three of them are in his villa in the middle of whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mediterranean. Yeah, yeah. There, there's that good arc, almost redemption arc of his of his character yeah, to where true. it's... Even it, though his character didn't need a redemption. <laughs> he really no. didn't, but, you know, they gave him one. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's along those lines to be like, can't, you know, can't we be friends? 
can we be friends yes. again? Yeah. And it was a repairing of that friendship. Yeah. For sure. Before he gets stuffed in a boot. I love uh And M. then dumped in a dumpster. I'm a yeah. big fan of M by Judy Dench, and I think that uh, again she does a great job with this Dang it, one. Bond. <laughs> and just the frustration, but she has oh, all the confidence yes. in the world. Apparently, yeah, I think she does a good job. It's just there's a part of me that still does not like Judy Dench as M, and I've felt that way since uh, the beginning of the Pierce Brosnan era. Really, that's not her fault because I think this sure. M is a different character than the M she For was sure, playing yeah. before. Yeah, it's just she's because I've seen her in so many others. I'm always I was ready for her character. I was ready to move on to a new character in that role. Yeah. So, yeah. I just, I, I don't know. I think it's a combination of seeing a lot of the Pierce Brosnan era and yeah. only watching so much of the others. Yeah. You know, a handful well, of the movies growing up. And the Brosnan era is not my favorite, even though it's the one I grew up with. <laughs> yeah. Mine either. Goldeneye is great. Goldeneye is great, sure. Yeah. Not uh, many of the others. <laughs> yeah. No. But I mean, and I think she just does a great job for the role in this one. Now, Maybe there's someone who could have done it better, but I've been a big fan of Judy Dench in the last, I don't know, decade or so. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess almost two at this point, decade and a half, I guess, really, yeah. uh, with these films and some of the other ones she's been in. Uh, I think she just does such a great job. Yeah. She's uh, a good actress. It's just as the character of M. For sure. Because I yeah. really didn't think she did a good job. It's just a sour note. Right. No. I hear you. She, it's not that she's doing a bad job. You were looking just, for something different. If you're going to reboot everything else in James Bond, why is she still playing him? Now, well, admittedly, she's playing the character differently. Yes. I think they which just, I appreciate. I wonder if it's one of those situations where they did cast, you know, open up casting and just could not find someone better. And it yep. could be. Possibly. Now, that being said, I actually like her arc in the next movie. So, um, and I wonder, like you know, um, and I and I, I could be wrong. I don't remember when the guy who played Q in the old movies passed away. I think he passed the movie before last because they are he was already getting old. So they introduced John Cleese to quote unquote replace him as R, and then he died before the last Pierce Brosnan. James right. Bond. Okay. So yeah, I was going to say I didn't think he was alive when they did Casino Royale, and no. that was kind of my thought. I think if he would have still been alive and kicking, they would have recast him too. Cast him, but at the same time, the character of Q was not in the book. Sure. So they did not add him into the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At this point, and Quantum of Solace does not make sense to add Q. Since right. For the most part, he's not really working. For sure. Under, directly under MI6 for at most of the film. Now, I will say, her little secretary boy <laughs> that, is, that follows her around through yeah. almost yeah. I think he's the closest to Q we get. Yeah. But he's not Q. No. He's not the quartermaster. No. I love the tech in this movie where we're seeing all the screens and locating mm-hmm. everybody. Oh, yeah. Very uh, Iron Man. Yeah, it's yes. very much uh, that. And, you know, there is a... While it's not exactly accurate to what can be done, uh, it is just a step away in some cases. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Like even in the early two thousands, they had already developed the uh, computer desktop, and I say desktop as in a desk with a computer yes. top yeah. that you could set certain types of wireless devices on, and they would auto sync to it. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know what happened with most of that because we still don't see that in the average household. However, yeah. we I know they uh, have because some- we started carrying cell phones <laughs> and getting rid. Of laptops and desktops. But as someone who uses desktops and laptops, you don't see much of we that. We are different people. I, I know they do have the desktop sort of situation, but yeah. I think they may have just went away from the need for the auto sync sort of. But yeah. we do have wireless and Bluetooth adapters. Well, yeah, yeah you do have that, and you do have QR, mm-hmm. not QR, um, 
the quick charge. You know, right. you set it on the device and it wirelessly charges. You yes. do have that nowadays. Right. But I think the concept of owning a computerized desk that has the ability to hook up automatically with all this stuff, yeah, I think is too expensive for the average to, individual. To, yeah. It's it's too expensive to work on. For a small group of people who might actually need it. Well, essentially, it's the uh, the all-in-one computer, you know, yeah. like we saw. And in but many ways, down, we, yeah. In many ways, it's that's what we have now. It's With, just yeah. so far, it's still in the monitor. It's not right. been built into anything. Well, else. you can you can buy somewhere. It's in a tabletop. Because I know I've seen it okay. for some stuff, but I know they admittedly d- I have not done my shopping recently. So I I play online board games and I play board games and D and D. A lot of D and D done on this I sort can of see thing, how yeah. that would do that. Actually. Whether it, it, if most people just do it through a screen that they build in their table and then yeah. use it off. But I I can see how that would might be something mm-hmm. someone would engineer for other people to buy. I yeah for that purpose. But anyway, but that, yeah. I just I, I love the cool tech and again it's very much Iron Man, which I think which was already out I guess at this point wasn't. I'm trying to uh, Iron Man was 2008. Yeah, this film came out in, and this would have been May 2000. And Iron Man would have been May 2008. This is also 2008, so probably so not. Pro- <laughs> it was probably not inspired by it, but I bet you it was just well. But again, we'd already talked. Like I said, they already had introduced tech that was similar, right? So I'm sure that it was just let's. Up in it a t- in reality, I think the concept of the holographic controls sure was literally it's. If if Star if if with Star Trek they right. hadn't gone back and done prequels, holographic controls would have been the next step for if, sure. Which you can see in Picard if you're watching that show. Yeah, I think. And again, I think most most tech is believable to an extent nowadays. And again, yeah. they already had tech that was doing similar things at the time, and it wasn't much of a stretch. But I think it's even though it's futuristic now, even mm-hmm. it's it's still cool, and I think it gives us a it'll help keep the movie from looking too old. And I know there are yeah. some little things that do, but I think it'll keep it fresher for a long time because of the fact well, that they're well, the not trick, using outdated tech. The trick tech. with stuff that looks old is, does it make the transition to saying, this is of this time? Right. Or does it just look, this is old and janky and doesn't work like this anymore? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Because, I mean, you look back at stuff from, like, uh, the, the the Sean Connery era is for the sure. best example I know to give of this. All that stuff, sure, looks cheesy. Especially yeah. to our modern eyes. For sure. But it still feels like that's what we would believe in. That would be the technology they would have had during the Cold War. For sure. For this sort of thing. Yeah. It looks cheesy to us, but they also were trying to make it look fancy for us. All right. Uh, anyway, sorry. Anybody have anything else on this before we move to the review? The star review? No. I don't think I'm ready. Okay. Um, I'm going to go first. I'm going to give this... Uh, Three and a half stars. I think it's a good film. I mm-hmm. think it's. Uh, I think it's entertaining. I, I kind of want to give it four, um, but I, I. I feel three and a half is about right. Um, I'd like to see the entire arc. Like I want to see where they go. Yeah. With this uh, the series, and I think that'll play a little more into it later. Yeah. But I feel it's a solid film. It's a fun, entertaining film. It's worth watching. Everyone should go yeah. watch it. Um, if you like Bond, it's definitely a good film. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like action movies, it's great. Um, and I think it really just shows the depth of some of the characters. We get uh, a little bit more of Bond. We get growth. We get mm-hmm. we get to see, as opposed to usually in Bond, it's one movie, and then we move on to Bond at some other random point. We get a mm-hmm. little more of the Bond from the first movie, yeah, yes. which is different and good, and as, as much as it's kind of iffy and different, uh, and you could call it a negative that you have to watch both of them together. Um, it is 
a different look into the character. Uh, so again, I'm going to give it three and a half stars. Uh, I think it could get a little higher even, but I'm going to go ahead and stay at 3.5. I'm going to go with 3.5 also, uh, because I do still consider this the weakest of the four movies that are out right now in Daniel Craig's stuff. Now I will say, if you're thinking that still seems low, keep in mind, this is outpacing all of like the non good previous Bond movies. <laughs> I, I still feel it's better than uh, most of Roger Moore, uh, Timothy Dalton's two and George Lazenby's one. But then I, <laughs> some people you talk to about honor Majesty's secret service and they say, Oh, it's great. And I'm going, what were you smoking? Uh, <laughs> and it's better than the last three Pierce Brosnan's, which I literally don't know what was going through their minds in those three movies. But <laughs> Profit. Anyway, it was just, it, it, this is still better than most of those. It feels like this is the direction Casino Royale maybe should have gone with. But at the same time, I like Casino Royale for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, admittedly, I'm a lot of why I'm saying this is the weaker of the four, I've seen the other two. I know how good the other, t- the next two are. And I know how much I liked the first one. This is just like, it's at the bottom, but then you got, everything has to have a bottom. It can be good and be the bottom. Yes. You know, yeah. There's nothing, it just has a high bar overall. Right. So, you know. When you compare it with the other 20, when you compare it with a list of all 24, yeah. not counting the one that's coming out in April, Bond movies, this is like number eight in overall rankings for me. Okay. It's in my top ten. It's just the lowest of the ones we're reviewing. <laughs> All right, Jacob. I'm gonna give it a four. Okay. Give it a four. Now, mind you, I have not seen the Skyfaller Spectre. Sky Skyfaller Spectre. I have not seen those yet. So, from that perspective, I really enjoy the film. It does have. Compared to Casino Royale, Casino Royale, the the pacing is a lot. The pacing is a lot better. the the ty- The script is a lot tighter, and there's the the villain. The villain's motive motive is fantastic. I'm not a fan of the villain though. Like the the villain is very much liking, like we said before, that he's not really a James Bond film, but Bond villain. But I do like his his motivation and his 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 scheme. I do enjoy that. And the fact that we have that bonds internal struggle is unleashed so much in this movie. And it's, um, it's, uh, it's resolved to heal his, uh, his hurt and his pain from uh, Bester's death and to kind of move forward with that. And we get this great conclusion from Casino Royale. Royale. I keep saying the it's, word wrong. Royale is a tough word. Royale. No, you're forgiven. Yes. Royal? <laughs> Royale. <laughs> Owls, anybody? There, there is an E at the end of Royale. I know. So it's not Royale. <laughs> yeah. Either way, be like the. It was a very fitting conclusion to someone who's only seen these two films. Mm-hmm. It's a very fitting, and I enjoyed it. The, the action was there again, kind of like Casino Royale. Royale. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. You're fine. Yeah. It's, if, I had, if I hadn't been complaining about Battle Royale games for the last year, I'd be tongue-tied too. <laughs> okay. 
So I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the film, and I can't wait to see what's our next film. Skyfall. Skyfall. Yeah. I think I think you make a good point. I think as uh, if you if you take the two films on their own, yes, they make a very solid story. Mm-hmm. Even you know, I mean, I, I haven't tried watching them back to back or anything, but yeah. I think it could, it would probably be better than just each one individually. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, because again, it's a complete story. Yeah. Um, and I think they it does as opposed to a lot of sequels, you get a good beginning, middle, and end. Mm-hmm. It's of not both, just, on both on movies, both, yeah, or just as a whole, it yeah. works yeah. that way. Um, yeah, I, I, I like that point. It does work well as one story, essentially, right. and mm-hmm. as opposed to most Bonds where they're completely separate. Yes. So, yeah. and admittedly, the next two, while they are there is con- uh, connective tissue, yes, they are more of your standard episodic stuff, but it's more like a mm-hmm. modern episodic thing. Okay. There is connective tissue. Okay. Yeah. There's continuing but I, plot, but it's not. It's continuing plot, but it's not day. like immediate. Yeah, you can. Jump oh, okay. Into I got gotcha. Those two movies, having not seen any of the previous. And I got gotcha. you. Figure out what's going on. Cool. I got gotcha. you. Be like. But they do call back. Yeah, Quantum of Solace is a good continuation of the last film, Casino mm-hmm. Royale. Casino Royale. There, I said it you right. Got it. Yay. <laughs> now, if I can just cut Royale and just, <laughs> just stamp it on it each one, that time. would be great. Yes. Um. So I guess that's it for yep. our review of Quantum of Solace. You've been listening to the Movie of the Week podcast. If you'd like to follow Jim, you can find me at on Facebook and Twitter as Passive Creative, or on Instagram as Passive Creator. This is Drew, and you can follow me on my photo bin on Facebook. It's at Drew's Photo Bin. Uh, you can follow me on Letterboxd at GGeorge759, where I try to leave a review of every single movie we review. And then you can also follow me on Twitter at GGeorge759. You can find Jacob on Facebook at Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where I try to draw each and every day. You can also find me on Twitter at Jacob B. Heron. You can also listen to our sibling show that Jacob and I are on at thecellcast.podbean.com, where we review animated movies. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are sold. Please remember the opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and are those of the creators alone. At the end of the day, the only opinion that matters on whether or not you should watch a movie or whether you enjoy it is your own. As always, thank you for listening to the Movie of the Week podcast.